All right, live again for Benching and Bullshitting episode 28. And I'm going live on two platforms as normal. I got perfect lighting for Instagram and I got really horrible lighting for YouTube, which I is think it's uh, just the camera because it's uh, the web. It's like on the laptop yeah. camera. We also have our door that's extraordinarily busted up from our dog. Well, it's not busted. It's just well, scratched Scratched to hell and back from Why Walter. Whose fault is that? Walter's. Who makes Walter, Walter. so excited? You. Parkour's off the door. You do. No, that's you. So, we're going live again uh, Sunday night. Welcome, everybody, to Benching and Bullshitting. So, uh, just talk about the week. Talk about shit's going on and shit that's going to be going on. And uh, what we got? So... Answering questions, that's the, the number one thing I like to do on here as well as like get to questions and answer shit and like, because like I always tell people like nothing I do is proprietary and I like to share as much information as I possibly can. I believe in that. So we'll just without further ado, get started. If you have something for me, please ask away and I will get to you. Uh, for, for now, I'm just going to run my mouth until I get some questions. <laughs> anyway, so this week's been pretty fucking cool. We've got, <sighs> got a meet coming up literally in six days. So next Saturday. Uh, looking forward to seeing meeting and seeing a lot of good people. Um, Matt, what's going on? We got Matt Brooks on here. We're coming to your meet as well, Matt, in uh, April. Oh, and Matt's doing this one. He's competing. Yeah, Matt's competing at this well, one. Yeah. So we'll get to see Matt Brooks. I know Uncle Nick's going to be there. Rob Farrell is talking about coming down, but he's not sure. I, I talked to him earlier this week, and he said he's not sure yet. And then this is a meet that will have a lot of, like, Ohio family coming, which is cool. Yeah, because... those are few and far between now. Because Hurricane West Virginia is only, like, three hours south from where I used to live in Ohio. So hopefully we get some people coming down from Ohio. Jerry Cool's on here. Uh, WPO uh, invite. What's going on, Jerry? He says... Uh, have you tried the feeder the feeder hammer curls for the forearm pain? Feeder. I'll Google it right now. Okay, I'm not sure what that is. We're going to Google it. Feeder hammer curls? Yeah. Feeder. That's right. F-E-E-D-E-R? Mm -hmm. like, like a food feeder, like a dog feeder. Um, and, rich Piana thing? Uh, what it says. Okay. I've not. I don't I'm think not so. I'm going to mute it because I don't want to copy it. And then what we have here, what do you do for wrist strength and exercises? Uh, a lot of things. I do, I, well, I've got a little band. It's actually a hair tie, but I have a uh, a band that I actually have that fits around each finger. And I do extensions. Uh, this actually rolls, so it's not a good piece. But I'll do extensions like that with a, with a band. Um, I do standing uh, barbell wrist curls, standing dumbbell wrist curls. I do a lot of leverage work with maces, stuff like that. Um, and uh, the wrist roller with the barbell with the weight hanging from it i'll do that and that's pretty much it and then uh question quick fixes for elbow pain well i just described right here with the uh with the band around the fingers if i can get it to fucking hold still but if, uh, if you do that with a band where's your actual one it's in it's in the car I, I have one that's an actual like extensor tool it's got little uh finger loops and you can extend with it without it sliding down your finger like a like a hair like a hair tie so um, that can really help elbow pain. Other than that, uh, Donnie Thompson does a lot of, uh, elbow distraction, a lot of good information about elbow distraction, shoulder distraction, knees, elbows, hips, anything you can think of. Look up super D, follow him. Uh, got a lot, a lot of valuable information that I use, especially now that I'm getting older at 32 to uh, keep my place or uh, keep my body and uh, alive and well going. Justin Jafari. What's up, man? Let's see. Trying to catch up to everybody here. I'm trying to <laughs> make sure we get everybody on here. 
Jerry Cool says feeder workout is what he's saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I was like, I feeder feeder hammer curl. It's oh, it's a high rep set, just like a massive high rep pump thing. What I was telling you, high volume. Gotcha. High volume, low intensity workout. Yeah. Two exercises performed back to back with no so a super. Okay, super. Okay, I've done similar things. I've told people about my uh, shoulder flood is what I call it. Um, where I do, I got it from. I got it from Stan Efforting. It's a hundred hammer curls, a hundred overhead presses, and like a hundred face pulls with very light weight, trying to burn the shit out of your entire shoulder complex, uh, flooding the area with lactic acid and blood. Yeah, because that's what the like the Rich Piana that I mentioned. It just said like how to feed your muscles. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll bookmark that because I I totally forgot. So I pro- I appreciate it though. Um, so is he just saying like hammer curls to like flood like that high area like high fucking blood, rep just lactic yeah acid and shit like that. pretty much. Thank you for uh, thank you. Uh, good luck next weekend. I appreciate that. Having a great day, super great day. Got to hang out with Kenny Sellers and Chris and Dean, and Paul, Zach, Katie, and uh, it was a good fucking day today. Squats. We'll talk about squats here in a little bit. I'm just going to catch up here, make sure we're good. Ray Puff says, "Have you ever tried Volterin for the forearm pain? It's supposed to be for arthritis. Yes. I have. We love it. I have some." At yeah, this point, it, like I haven't used it for a while. I'm just trying to keep myself together for this meet, and then I'll deal with this shit afterwards. For now, I'm just trying to keep myself in one piece uh, long enough to compete. You said they felt good Saturday. Oh, hi, Taylor. Taylor must be home already. They felt they felt a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. But so right now it's not bad. It's just it's a it's fucking annoying because it won't go away. Well, let's so talking about this week. You went live what Monday yeah. instead of Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the first live since Elite. So you already yeah. covered table talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then Fucking back camera. up to, I know. Terrible camera, guys. I'm really sorry about that. It's fucking terrible. But... All right. Um, okay. Talk about Wednesday first. So like, talk about Wednesday, Wednesday and then talk about yesterday's bench day. And then you can up. talk about squats. I'm just going to catch up real quick here. Like Ooh. in order of the week. Lemon Lime Kool-Aid got a 255 raw bench PR. It's super awesome. Good for you, bud. <laughs> Any possibility of an arm wrestling match versus Mendy? No, because that's no. I want to keep my arm on my body. I don't arm wrestle. I don't, I've never done it competitively or even amateurly. Yeah, you did. Well, that wasn't even at the Sio Street Fair. With a population of 200 people. Like <laughs> that's yeah. generous. It's generous. So no, there's no chance at all because I I don't know. I I don't do that shit at all. I've never done it. Probably, probably a bad idea. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the whole, all the shoulders. and We pretend to arm wrestle. Well, yeah, that's, that's pretend. I always win. Weighing in on Friday. Yes, I'm weighing in on Friday, Matt. I'll buy lunch if you want to meet up. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll talk to the guy. I'll, I got some friends coming in as well. So maybe we can all hook up and, and have dinner or something. Trying to catch up, trying to catch up. Uh, Justin Jafari. <laughs> Overhead, overhead, yeah, I do mean overhead presses. I was like two dumbbells, like five pounds, ten pounds, little pumps like this. Just you're just trying to pump the front delt, the front. Sh- you could do, I guess, front raises to do the exact same effect. Um, but that I did actually mean a hundred overhead presses, but like super, super lightweight. Jimmy squats. I do squat once in a while. Yeah, it has been lately. Today was a good day. And I'm not sponsored by anybody, so Alpha Grips are what I use for finger extensor work. Available on Amazon. Thank you. 
Oh, Mike Kelly's on here. BBC 157 is amazing. I have used it. A peptide. BBC? I... BBC, not BCP. No, I thought you said BBC. No, P BPC. I was like, buddy, what are you talking about? Jimmy needs an injury LUP for squatting. Let's fucking go. I am an Anderson athlete, so I will eventually get into a boss suit. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get a boss suit. I was squatting with single ply briefs today. I'll get to that here in a little bit. I'll talk about the earlier part of the week first. Raw squats are very good, Taylor says. Good, I'm glad. Taylor squats went really good? Yeah. Oh, and my, and Mike Kelly, thank you. Yeah, I've I've been told to try BPC and TB together. Um, I've only done the BPC, so I will have to consider doing that to get this shit to piss off and calm down. And then Paul, after what's up meet. after this meet? And then Paul says, are they streaming it next week? I doubt it. Yeah, I will. I, I will ask Chris if I find out that they are. I'll let you know, uh, Paul. I, I just I highly doubt it. I mean, I could always, we don't know what the internet is going to be like out there because it's West Virginia, middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. Again. I mean, it's not too far from what, Charleston? Yeah, Charlotte? Know. Which one? Whatever. I don't know. Charleston. You're I... the one who knows where we're going. I know we're going to Hurricane. That's all I know. Oh, well, it's only like 20 minutes from a major town. So I'm assuming they have. They, Matt says they are. Oh, they, they are. are live streaming. Okay. Okay. There you go, Paul. I was going to say, I Thank could you. live stream it. Just yeah, they're already or at doing least it. Your bench portion or whatever, but cool. They're, they're going so to there you go. It. He said they are live streaming anyway. He said they they are live streaming anyway. Okay, okay. So probably cool. like IPA Facebook page, something or... like that. And then over here on uh, YouTube, I got uh, two questions here. Uh, what's the difference between the bench you use in conference and the bench shirts that we use? Must be saying difference between the bench shirts you use in conference and the bench shirts we use in the past. Cool. In the past, they were first-generation poly-type. Uh, denim came out, and then a, a higher-advanced poly came out. And now I've been using poly up until about a year ago. Now they're made uh, – there's another category of bench shirts that are called band shirts that are made of essentially a knee wrap material. Instead of poly or denim, like fabric to fabric, it's now made of knee wrap material called band shirts in the unlimited division. Um, so I do all three. I've done multiply, single ply, and then now the unlimited band shirt division as well. Yeah. So the difference is huge. Big difference. Yeah. Huge going difference. From stretching fabric and working a lot of off of like just pure compression and yeah. stretching that over your body. Yeah. To elastic woven, you know, that's gonna work off of <laughs> elastic and stretching like that. Cody Plum. I'm so sorry, bud. He says, I keep getting apology emails from the USPA. Oh, yeah. yeah, big apology to you, I'm sure. Yeah, those fuckers are just trying to cover their asses now. We don't have that problem. We've seen all yeah. the emails. They have been yeah. forwarded and sent to us. But uh, Uncle Nick, we missed you today, bud. It was a, it was a fantastic day of squats. I wish you could have been there. Day. You guys should have come in. Then we got another uh, everything equipped over here on uh, YouTube. says, how can I convince my training partners to get in gear? I'm sick of just hearing raw, raw, raw 24-7. Good time. question. Just keep doing you. Just keep 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 doing it, and just try to. I don't know because I, I I just attract people who are interested. But also, ninety percent of our crew started. What's up, Amber? Just raw. Yeah, they and got they just had interest. They helped out, and then oh, yeah. we're gonna put this on. Okay, I'll try briefs. Okay, I'll do this. Started asking questions. They get, what does Amber call it? Ply curious. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Ply curious. Yeah, Ply curious. It's, it, it'll happen eventually. You just gotta give it time. So anyway, 
Oh, my Uncle Nick says, sorry I missed the missed you had the shits this morning. Oh, that sucks. Oh, no. Diarrhea and briefs don't mix. <laughs> it must have been them carnitas. Oh, that sucks, bro. <laughs> I did not have that problem. We had the same meal. So. But we're, we we squat now. Like, we have a squat crew on Sundays at, like, noon, noon 30. So, like, you're welcome anytime. Obviously, you're welcome anytime. So, uh, we'll, get, we'll get to uh, also like that. Yeah, I like that shirt, too. Amber, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> nice little, for the ones not seeing, because this goes on our podcast yeah. where people can't see. Right. This is from Chad Ikes. Chad Ikes, yes. Yeah. Courage Barbell. Is that the name of his podcast, too? Was just... Yeah, uh, Courage, Bar- yeah, pod- Courage. Courage Barbell Podcast or okay. something. Oh, yeah. Ply Curious, Amber says. Ply Curious, yeah. And then Cody says... The gear would help the Rockheads overload and get stronger, whether they know it or not. They don't know it, and they don't care. It's sad. If they can use it and apply it correctly. We'll see you Saturday for sure, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> Kolb squats. More like, instead of Kolb strong, Kolb squats. Uh, let's see. Hard tricep training is one true religion. Change my mind. I will not change your mind. It's You're absolutely fucking right. Wait, what was it? Hard tricep training is the one true religion. Change my mind. I will not try to change your mind because I agree. I think it would be something I want to see. One guy's asking for a day of eating. We tried to do a day of eating, but I was recording myself. And it turned out to be really fucking stupid. It was weird. Like, I mean, so I don't know. Like, there's some days where yeah, great you guy. have steak for lunch and, like, something huge for dinner. And, like, it makes, like, those would be interesting. And there's days where you have, like, just fucking rice and chicken. Mm-hmm. It's not proprietary. It's just whatever he feels like eating. It's it's whatever. I, I have, well tonight you had shrimp chicken, linguine, shrimp linguine, chicken strips, and waffle fries. Waffle fries and all bread. in one and garlic ball, it, all it, in it one gross. fucking bowl. I just horked it all down. I was fucking he was starving. Like, I want chicken, and I had a little bit of fries left in the freezer, so I threw yeah. those in. I made pasta for myself, but I made too much, so we split it. And then you had garlic bread. Yeah. And you just threw it in one bowl because you didn't want to have to wash another one. Yep. Just plopped it all. Those things don't go together well. I didn't give a fuck. I put it all in one bowl and horked it all down real quick. Powerlifting Duo asks, what are the stiffest, hang on, heaviest wrist wraps you've tried? Um, the heaviest, stiffest ones that I've tried and continued to fucking love and use all the time are the Anderson Powerlifting KLA 5000s, the all black. 36 inch 5000s are my absolute go to. Rob has sent me quite a few of his wraps as well. They are comparable. Um, I actually couldn't believe how stiff because I wear the oh, 2500s, yeah. which is, you know, normal. It's fine. I think mine are 24 inch too. And so yours are 36. Yeah. We lost mine. I don't know where they're at. I tried wearing yours mm-hmm. last week. Yep. And I was like, the fuck is this? Like, I was wrapping for like 20 minutes. I was yep. like, these are too big. Yep. Too, too big, thick, too stiff. Very stiff. Yep. Um, a lot of rap. Cody says nothing more sexy than Jim chugging a weight gainer. <laughs> and then Justin, I need new wrist wraps. Anderson powerfitting the move. Yes. Go yes. to Anderson powerfitting because they not only have like, they have wraps. Yes, but they have different levels and strength. That's the really cool part about them. They're so, um, customizable. You can have anywhere from 12 inch, 18 inch, 24 and 36 inch wraps all the way down to the, I think the one thousands are the lightest. And then they got 2,000s, 2,500s, 3,000, 3,500s, 4,000s. And then I don't think there's a 4,500, but there's a 5,000, which is the all black. Yeah. You can have, and you can really customize. Oh, 
your length of wrap, your strength, your stretchiness. It's, it's really cool. Um, and again, if I, I always tell people I have a code. Anything you buy from Anderson Powerlifting, it's Kolb Strong. My Instagram handle is a code you can use to get 10% off your order. Again, that's not a commission thing for me. It's just a discount for you. What do we got? Anything KLA wrist wraps are a win. Super cheap, awesome material, and high-quality Velcro. And if it, as long as Anderson has it in stock, you will have it in days. Not weeks, not months. You will have your shit in days as long as it's in stock. That Because they have built their name, uh, the legendary name of Anderson Powerfitting, and a lot of that's based around customer service. Uh, let's see. Would you ever come down to do a local gym and give a seminar? Yes, I do seminars. I've had to raise my price because we were just doing uh, $500 plus a couple nights in a hotel for like, you know, travel and stuff like that. That's all we were doing, but it was not covering. It was costing us money. It was, go, yeah. Even with the $500, it was costing us way too much. So I've had to increase my cost to $1,000 plus two nights in a hotel. But as long as it's within reasonable driving distance, now we have, I unmist. I- <laughs> I agreed to a Boston seminar. Bro, I'll go back to Boston anytime. In my head, for some reason, it was Baltimore. Mm -hmm. So I agreed to it. Let's do it. Let's plan for it, whatever. And then I I realized something. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Baltimore. Well, you know. Yeah. I was like, also, shit, Boston. We haven't looked at maps since like the 10th grade. So, like, we don't know where shit is at. Yeah. So I do, I do them. Yes, I do a thousand dollar cost because it's just I have to. If I could do it, if I was made of money, could do it for free. I'd be all over the fucking country yeah. doing this shit, but I just can't afford it. But yeah, the seminars are super cool because not only like you talk for like three hours, probably mm. live Q and A. You're using people and demonstrating your stuff, but then after. I mean, so far at all the ones we've done, yep. We ask people like, does anybody just want a bench? And get oh a bench shit! Workout? Like, and that's when you really get twelve the guys. Yeah, yeah. They, they got like twelve guys with their hands on the fucking air. They all bring their shirts. They all yeah. want a bench afterwards. So, like, you can sit and learn all day, but once you get in that, and like, we can see what they're doing. Yeah, and then like individually fix little tiny things. I feel like that's the meat and potatoes right there. Yeah. It's so fun. And YouTube, I again, I apologize for all of you hopping on here with the crappy lighting. I don't think it's the lighting because Instagram is fucking perfect. I got that, Instagram right fine. here. I know, but I want them to have a better quality than this. Okay. Well, it I'll just looks. A, I'll get you. A, I've been meaning to buy a camera. And it just looks like ass. It's I just, just like get distracted and forget. It's like a 1990s infomercial. It's okay. I'll okay. get you a camera. You'll be fine. And what we got here. Boston Seminar at Mass Iron was so very worth the money. We had a blast, too. It was a fucking fun time. So good. Yeah, it was good. That I, was my favorite trip we've ever Well, because we went to Boston the day before we went to Salem. Yeah. And spent 12 hours? Say it with less I'm asking. Attitude. I'm asking. Probably. Okay. We 12 hours. We were literally, like, sun up to after dark, so. We walked. We walked around Salem <gasps> for 12 hours hours i was smoked again think about i'm 330 pounds i was smoked after two and she's like well there's plenty of it's, it's a tourist there's plenty of places to sit down like, and I rest i thought there was gonna be a lot of benches i said uh, there was but here's the thing if your if your phone has five percent battery and you plug it in for two minutes and then you unplug it and keep going it, it's not charged it's it's going to so plugging my battery in every 
couple hours for five minutes. So I was, but we did it. We we fucking did it. And we only had that one day. So me, I know. I wanted to cram in. Jesus. I tried to do the trolley tour so you could sit down. Oh. I failed. There was no failure. It's just I. But then we also went to Plymouth Rock. I'm not built for that. Which was very. Did you feel it was underwhelming? It was just a giant rock. I mean, yeah, it was underwhelming. It's like, like I thought rock. Plymouth Rock was like a big like cliff that like jutted out. Oh no! Almost like the thing from Lion King. Like that's it's what just, I thought. I didn't know it was just it's a rock. Road, 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 sidewalk. A little bit of a like like a pillar, say like a standing structure. You walk up to it. You look down. There's a giant fucking rock down there. It's covered in water and sand. Oh, cool! And that's it. I also oh, learned after we left that that's not the actual like Plymouth Rock that they landed on. Then why is so it? So that's the area, but that's just like a big fucking rock that they carved the and just put it there as the monument. Mm. But the actual like where the ship came and they stepped off onto a rock mm-hmm. is like out in the water now because of like sea levels rising or whatever. Oh. That's just like the biggest fucking rock they could find. Okay. But it's just a rock. <laughs> so. Anyway, Boston was fucking dope. And yes, Cody, walking sucks. Again, I'm not built for that. I was I, I was I was unbelievably fucking just destroyed. I was also fucked. My whole body. I was very tired, but I it was just Jesus Christ. Christ. Anyway, back to the subject matter. <laughs> so Wednesday, we're coming up to so Wednesday of this week, right? So Wednesday. Fucking dope. What I do. What I fucking do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got into my Arnold shirt, my Arnold uh, Arnold Classic shirt. I'm doing the Arnold Classic competition this year. Uh, the Last Man Standing is what it's called, not the XPC Finals. Um, so I, had, I got a, a shirt made from Rob that's going to allow me to compete in that that, that uh, meet. single ply? Yes. It is a single ply? It's a, it's a single ply F8. And it has the cool collar. It's got a cool collar. It's got this new sleeve design to where the, the sleeve are like actual cuffs. Mm. And they stay tight on my arm the whole way down. The sleeves don't really open like that, like the band shirts tend to do. So I, mean, I was fucking around with that. Uh, I benched 850 with it like a fucking toy. I went to 900 and I did my rep PR that I posted not too long ago. Well, you switched to the Widowmaker. For Widowmaker that. for that. Yeah. I didn't do I didn't do 900 in the shirts. I do. I didn't fucking need it, but um. I went to 900, switched to the Widowmaker, and did uh, 15 reps. And from what I found on my Instagram page, my highest number of reps with 900 before that was five. I thought I had done six. I couldn't find it anywhere. If I did six, I didn't post it. I don't remember where the fuck. It might have been on Patreon. I'm not sure. Um, but I oh, didn't. wait. You couldn't find it? Nope. I found the five. Yeah. I did 900 for five in like 21, like March of 2021. So I did 15 reps with 900 pounds. Fucking dope. I enjoyed that. Um, it was just kind of in succession. So like first I did 700. Then a few weeks later I did 800. So it was 40 reps, 25 reps. And it makes sense that 900 I would top out at 15. Um, and that so that was that was pretty that was that was, uh, that was nice. I kind of yeah. I gummed up my shoulder a little bit doing that. It was kind of stupid, but it's fine now though, right? It was, it's fine now. It's fine, yeah. yeah, it's fine. It was now. just like that day. Yeah, yeah, just that. Well, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yesterday was a little bit sore today. I don't even feel it. Dungeon Strength, what's your highest bench max? 1320. 1320 well, is. In competition. In, in, com- in competition, I've done 1320. 
1463. Well, it was a one board. No, I didn't even touch the board. I've handled up to 1463. So you wouldn't call that a max, even like a no, one board? Yeah, max? I would. I mean, I it's the most so I've ever. Like, What's your max? No, I, I always go by what I've done in a competition. So 1320. Yeah, 1320. Okay. Paul Offer, yeah, for now. Paul Offer says the reverse grip has completely eliminated my all elbow pain. Good. Good to go. I'm glad. It's magical. I don't know why more people don't fucking do. I talk about it all the time. It's fucking amazing. Jason's on here. Hey, Jimmy, hope all is well. All is well. And I hope all is well with you as well. well. <laughs> Top federation you've competed in. IPA, APF, Wabdol. I miss Wabdol. I, I really do. do. I do. Um, RPS? I'll put RPS and... Shit, I don't know. Fucking. That's it. We'll say four. I've, I've got a top four. I'll tell you. You want to know what my least favorite no, federations out there? There's 1,800,000 episodes of you telling <laughs> what your least is and why. Okay. What's opening weight for last man standing? For the heavyweights, it's 750. Yeah. And then the weight's going to go up in 50 pound increments this year. Because there's lightweight, midweight. And lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. Yeah. Heavyweights open at 750 this year. Do you ever squat? Yes, I do. I do squat. Squatter today. We'll talk about it in a in little bit. In a little bit. Yeah. I'm claiming my half board is my full lift this week. Awesome. <laughs> That's pretty damn close, though. WPO as fifth. WPO as fifth. Thomas. Oh, was... as the fifth federation. Oh, oh, yeah. Sure. I'll pull. I'll, well, it's kind of it's APF slash WPO slash AAPF slash. WPC for fuck's sake, it's all yeah, I'll do I'll do that. There you go. RPS is your current favorite. Cool. What's your highest raw bench? I don't know. Uh USPA, yeah, <laughs> not so much. Uh, exactly. That's I mean, that is on my list of five. I do have specifically five feds that I fucking load, and that's one of them. Let's see. If you're looking for a new tricep bar, I bought the Synergy Super Curl bar for my boys. It's been great. Steeper bends. Okay, so it's got more bends in it. We just, uh, Jim Motor, uh, Joe just bought a uh, Bells of Steel uh, curl bar. Was it the Synergy Super what? Synergy Super Curl Bar. S Y N E R G E E. Let's see. Do you have to cut? Do you have to come in at seven fifty and last man standing, or can you come in wherever you want? No. If you're heavyweight, if you're super, if you're in the heavyweights, you start at seven fifty. Oh, this looks like the black one that Joe just bought. Not the one with the gold, but the... Oh, yeah. He bought yeah. something. So we have that. We, that's a... This he, almost looks identical. Okay, I'm sorry. The The big one I just talked about is called Iron Horse. It's a gold one, yeah. This one here is like the small one. Yeah, that he just, he just bought a Bells of Steel one that looks exactly like this one. Yeah. So, yes, I... That's... Yes, those are nice. Do you ever lift raw? No. Yeah. You really doing... JM presses still do. No, I don't do JM presses. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's what he's talking about right there. So we have something very similar that's brand new. It's by, but it's not Synergy. It's by, like I said, Bells of Steel. Those, yeah, those are, that's a, that's an aggressive curve that they can't see. There you go. Yeah, that's quite an aggressive curve. That's good. Less stress on the wrists. Holy shit. JM presses, no. I don't do them anymore because that's how I hurt my elbow. That one time in my whole life I've hurt my elbow was by a jm press so i don't do that shit anymore do you think you did it wrong no i didn't do it no i i know the heavyweight's not what hurt me i did my working sets with like three or three i don't high threes incline jm presses 
I went down to 225. If you're on Patreon, you can go back to January of 21 and you can see that workout that I hurt my elbow. Um, I went down to 225 for like two sets of like eight. I just down, just did down set, real lightweight. And that's what hurt my elbow. So ever since then, I, I, I will not do JM presses. I, there's enough pain from everything else. Yeah. Why at? Yeah. No. Uh, la, 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 la. Do you still intake large quantities of sodium or just like, no, I do. I don't have my, oh, my, ju- over there, yeah. my, my yellow canteen from Chad Ikes is sitting right over there. And, uh, I, I still, I I'll drink a whole packet of element probably once a day, one a day or one, one and a half days to drink the whole thing. I still keep my sodium intake relatively high. Uh, than, than, than normal. Yes, I still do that. Like that's that's like a normal thing now. Let's see. Is this a full power meet? Uh, the meet I'm doing on Saturday is a full power meet. I'm just not. I'm doing bench only. <laughs> Dungeon is new apparently. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know, dude. What? I don't know what he's talking about. I Anyhow, see comments. I'm not. Listening. So we're we did talked about Wednesday. Big rep PR, super happy about that. So I've done the seven, the eight, the 900. So it's been 40, 25, and uh, 15 for 700, 800, 900. I'm not doing a grand in a slinger anymore. I've had too much shoulder pain doing that shit. So, but now in a year, I'll give like a whole year or so, eight months, I'll go back and I'll repeat seven, eight, and nine and see if those reps have gone up. As I explained on Instagram about that, those are tester sets I do uh, to challenge myself. If the reps go up, my training is going well. If I match the reps, my training is still well. My reps go down. Something's not right. I got to change up. Let's see. Uh, Spoto presses on incline. I don't do anything on incline except like once in a real actual fucking blue moon. Uh, I did incline with like... 100 fucking pounds and like 25 pound dumbbells this Saturday just to pump up the chest a little bit. But no, I don't do anything on incline. Nothing on incline. And Justin says goals 1500 bench. Yes, I've made it public. Um, I'm actually in prep right now. I'll talk about that here in a minute. I'm in prep for my return to full power. You thought those words never come out of my fucking mouth. I'm, I'm in prep for full power right now as I'm continuing my bench press prowess. Once I attain a 1,500-pound bench, notice I said when, then I will be happy enough to walk away from bench only and then pursue full power. So that is on the rise. Cody Flex says, if my floor press is stronger than my regular bench, what should I work? Um, Well, your floor press, that means your lower body. I would argue that your lower body engagement on the bench is not optimal. If you can floor press, which has no low, low lower body engagement, more than you can actual bench, then you're not using your lower body. You need to learn to use your legs when you bench. Or it could be um, a sticking point thing. Because if he's stopping on the floor, he might be right at like a two board, three board. Yeah. So he's not, it's not a full range of press. Yeah. So but he might be able, like you could lock out more from a two or three board than yeah, you can. Yeah, but then you have no lower body. You have the, the dead stop. On the floor, the eccentric eccentric chain has been broken. So that if you, nobody should be able to floor press, especially he's raw as well. 
if you're a raw, you should be benching more than you can floor press. I think you're not using your lower body when you bench. That's my But then take. if he's not using his lower body when he's floor pressing. You can't use your lower body when you yeah, floor press. Yeah, so then if he's not using it on the bench. Then if he starts using it, it will surpass his floor press. But if you think about this, if he's not using it on the floor and you're assuming he's not using it on the bench, shouldn't the numbers be the same? If there's no legs on one and no legs on the other, shouldn't he be able to bench the same on each unless there's another issue? Sure. There could be an imbalance. There could be something. I. That's what I think. She thinks something with uh, sticking points. We probably have to see it. It'd be something interesting to see. Yeah, in person probably. Then favorite flavor of element. Yeah, uh, raspberry mm-hmm. right now. Raspberry for sure. Dave says the watermelon's the best. I I didn't like the chocolate. Yeah, but I, I, I like the raspberry. You, do you have a packet of the chocolate? Did you grab no. one from him? No, 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 no. no. I should have grabbed one. Let's see. Thomas started to realize why how you quit on three boards and higher. I can barely even fit under a bar with three board bench block. Yeah. But you may... But you may you made me try three ninety five Amra for ten on three board after seeing you go ham on eight hundred. Oh, mm-hmm. hope it went well. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's going. I mean, everything's going super good right now for us. And uh, going into this meet, extraordinarily confident. So that was Wednesday. Like I said, I've been I've been repeating this. I did the nine hundred pound for max reps. Awesome fucking PR. And then Thursday was kind of a bullshit pump day. Biceps, shoulders, forearms. Saturday was kind of cool. Uh, did a little bit of experiment with some uh, bench shirt setups. Hit twelve twenty five to the one board and fucking just stroke the fuck out of it, no problem. Um, went up to thirteen thirty one. The shirt configuration I chose did not work, which was the point of the workout. I wanted to see if it could work for the competition. I found out it won't, which is fine. So now I know exactly what we're doing. Okay? I just ate, so like, I'm burping. You ate like 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Here, have a drink. Oh, all right. Gotta stay hydrated. It's just tap water. <laughs> all right, cool. Sweet. What we got here? Uh, let's go. Okay, cool. I'm touching a one-inch board with a katana, okay? How do you know when it would be a good time to remove the board? I would remove the I would remove the board. If you can touch a one board, it's time to go for a full touch. Or a half. You could yeah, you could you could bridge the gap and do a half board. Is it like a whisper touch or is it like sinking into the board touch? That's a good question. That's a good question to ask right there. Uh, floor press for me is very similar. Big rib cage means same range of motion, but the stability from the extra wide back support. That's true. You cannot lay on a wider pad than the floor <laughs> uh, for being on the floor. It counteracts the le- lack of leg drive. I'll just say like my biggest floor press. I think I've ha- I think I have an 1100 pound floor press, um, but then I bench 1320 on the on the actual bench. So there is. But then I have my lower body extraordinarily engaged, like really engaged on the bench. It is truly a, it is truly a uh, full body lift for me. Coach, Whoa. Coach Bob, 
That's a super chat. He just paid you ten. No shit. That's my. Thank you so much. That's <laughs> never happened to us before. My very Thank first. Thank you so much, Coach Bob Kaputsky. Kaputska. Kaputska. Thank you so much. Hey, Coach Bob, you are my first super chat. That was ever. really cool. <laughs> That's so exciting. Good job, buddy. So I'll answer that really quick. It says flies for accessory. My training is a no fly zone. I don't. I don't believe in flies. I do believe in working the chest. I don't want the chest to overpower the triceps, however. So I'll do things like uh, cable, uh, what do they call The cable crossovers from the bottom or the top. For like high reps, you get a lot of pump. I'll do uh, cross bench, dumbbell pullovers. I'll do light dumbbell incline, slight incline, flat, dumbbell floor press for chest. But I do not do flies. I don't believe in flies. Hope that answers your question. And thank you very much for my very first super chat. Yes, thank you so much. I didn't even know that I had that turned on. I just know because like we watch lives and stuff. It so. says, enjoy your guys' insights and company. Happy Sunday. Have a nice evening. You Thanks, have a nice evening too. as well. That just made my night. That's fucking Mine awesome. Mine too. My <laughs> cheeks are smiling so hard. Thomas says, yeah, it went all right. Fifth set. First two by two, two board, 475. One by two, one by four, 415. And three board AMRAP, 395 for 10. Holy shit, totally fucked, he says. Yeah, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. I'm totally fucked after rep set, too. Mm -hmm. I meet the board and sink into it. Okay, definitely need to go for a touch. Mm -hmm. if that's the case. You need to go for a touch. Or if you want to bridge the gap and a baby step to a full touch, do a half board after that one board. So go to the half board, or if you're confident enough, you got to go for a touch when you go to a meet. You got to go yeah. full range, so you have to do it eventually. But if you want to do that half board as a stepping stone, please do that. Paul Offer says, I don't do shoulder presses anymore. Smart man. They hurt my shoulders and don't help my bench. Accurate, yes. I do standing front raises and one arm rear delt raises, laying face, laying chest raises. Laying. Faces. Oh, boy. You're laying on your chest on an incline doing reverse flies. Yeah. I got you. Gotcha. <laughs> big squat. <laughs> yes, sir. Had a big squat today. It was fucking awesome. I was actually pretty shocked. And dungeon do static holds help. Uh, you used to do them limited. They have limited uh, room for training. I don't rely on them. Don't. It's you're better off doing other things. But you could do them once every couple of months and get a little bit of benefit out of them. Other than that, I they're they tend to be overdone. So just be careful in how often you use them. Once in a while. Justin, one thing I discovered is barbell front raises. Experimenting with them, um, I I put all I I can I can say this now at least for the last few months I think like ninety nine percent of all the shoulder work I do is all rear delt. I don't do anything to the front. I do extraordinarily just a little bit to the side. Almost everything I do is dedicated to the rear delts. Especially if y'all are looking for that like wide shoulder look. Kids are like, oh, I got to do side delts, side delts. No, you got to work your rear delts. That's where you're going to get a lot of that width you're looking for. Um, also, the rear delt is the uh, antagonist muscle to the front, like the chest and the front delt. If you have an imbalance, if you're really strong in the front and weak in the back, you can lead yourself to injury. Work the living crap out of your rear delts. That will help your bench. Absolutely. Have you ever done speed work or back downs? with a shirt so okay so speed work with a shirt no back downs yes i've done that plenty of times justin says we just need a big bench i just want to bench 405 okay uh dude I it's really liked um the one at elite 
it's like goes all the way across. You, just you know what thing. I'm talking about? When they had the two pads that popped in. Oh yeah. So you could like floor press with leg drive. Yeah. Essentially. You yeah, know? they got they got a they <laughs> you get a chance, man. If anybody ever has a chance to I know everybody wants to go to West Side, not that anybody can go now. You can go to like pay your respects and stuff, but like, dude. <laughs> Elite is where elite, you need to you need to literally go to elite because there is just a playground of fucking equipment. Like I was there, I'm trying to do the things that I can't fucking do at home because there's, so many there's that it's overwhelming. Oh, and then you just want yeah. to shut down. So you definitely, if you want it, you want an experience and get some fucking cool, cool uh, equipment and shit. Go to fucking elite. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. What are the what are the point of back down sets? I'm I'm always gassed when I do them. It's it's purely for volume. You could even argue some GPP, general physical preparedness, all that West Side Louis Simmons stuff. Um, for me, it's more like just extra work, like extra work in my shirt. I want to be as proficient and as good in my shirt as possible. And back down sets are an excellent way to get more volume in in my shirt without having to like. Okay, I did fourteen hundred today or fourteen fifty more sets, more weight, like, fuck that. I'll go down to 12 or 11 or a thousand and do more reps with a lighter weight that I can handle a little bit easier. Elite FTS is the playground of cold greatness. <laughs> I've only been there twice. Well, three times. Uh, and according to Nick, uncle Nick, he told me that the old location that I was at in 13 was their third location. Mm-hmm. And their current location is now their fifth location. They just keep growing. I think I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Advice for a 54-year-old man who benches 285 and wants to bench 315 before body gives out. Work the ever-living shit out of your upper back. Build your upper back. You got to do more work to your back than you do your front. Do your rows and your shrugs and your rows and your rows and your rows. Sometimes you can do pull-downs and shrugs and rows. Work the fuck out of your back and build the living shit out of your triceps and go as heavy as you can, when you can, body permitting. And eat a fuck ton of food. And age is just a number. Yeah. There are dudes that are stronger at 50 than they were at 20. Yep. And isn't your buddy Amber sponsored by Elite FTS? She is sponsored with uh, Anderson Powerlifting right now. She's just really good friends with Dave. Yeah, she trains at Elite, really good friends with Dave and Todd Brock and Matt Smith, all those guys there. She lives an hour, I think. I think we were there. She was was like an hour from there. So she trains her on the weekends. Yeah, she just got to become part of their crew. Yeah. She's awesome. William Lee says back downs with 100,000 alien. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm I human, mean, just like I all mean, the rest that, of you. That, that is what your back downs well, are. I know, I but, guess, but it's just, that's just where I've, what I've but developed. But when you were only benching 1,000, your back down sets were, you know, eight and seven, eight or, and seven yeah. or nine and eight. Yeah. And yeah. Bill Gillespie is a great example of age is just a fucking number. Mm-hmm. 62 year old man benching over 1,100 pounds. And then Paul says, I'm stronger at 58 and getting stronger thanks to you. Oh, Hell yeah, bud. You. <laughs> Paul is one of my clients. I've been working with him and Pat for four or five months now. Yeah. And they're doing amazing. They are. You have a YouTube. YouTube. What do we got? Get back to you guys in just a second. I got YouTube here. The single ply guy. Sweet. I like single ply. Besides the movement itself, has any secondary or special exercise helped? With control near the touch. Okay, near the touch. When I'm at one board height and below, bar tends to move forward and backwards. So you can never have enough stabilizer. You can never have enough back. 
you can never have enough anything when it comes to benching as much, most weight as possible, myself included. I include myself on that fucking list. Uh, when it's coming down to a touch, especially if you're in a single ply like an F6 or a Katana, holy shit. I say it's all about being patient. So you know where the groove is. You're coming down, you're coming down, you're coming down. And the bar stops or the shirt locks up. People kind of panic and they want to like get, get it down. God. You have to stay here, be patient, and just let it go. It might take more than a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I, it's all about being patient, getting enough air before you go down. What I do is I take the weight out. I have my head back. I'm fucking fat. I have my head back on the bench. Keep my airway open. Huge amount of air that I lock it in before going down i get my airway open get a shitload of air because i might be going down that ride might be a while so i I always tell people to be patient when they're benching that sounds ridiculous but that that's it's true especially because like you're a slow bencher yeah that's yeah slow and controlled is the way but you have to get in enough air to have the patience to make a touch in the right spot what we got top accessories for triceps and shoulders Triceps, I will say reverse grip bench, dead stop floor extensions, and single arm push pulley extensions. Sorry about the tripod here. I'm moving around. Shoulders, rear delts, rear delts, rear delts, rear delts. Uh, 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 pulley laterals for the rear delts. Pec deck, like reverse pec deck, one arm at a time, two arms at a time. Band pull aparts, face pulls, just... Anything to work the rear delts in high volume. Let's see. All right, I'm caught up. Fantastic. Okay, cool. So we talked about Wednesday, 900 for 15. Super awesome. Uh, Talked about Saturday. Uh, Getting prepped for the meet in literally five days. Super duper. Six days. And then we squatted today. Holy fuck. So like I mentioned earlier, I am in prep mode. So... Once I attain a specific number on bench, I'm going to make a return to full power. And I am in my prep stage. I'm doing the prep work for my return to full power, Uh, making all the weak things strong, Uh, squatting again. Holy shit. Let's see. Cody Plum. I'll get back to the full power thing in a minute. After the recent BS, it seems silly. I can't use metal shirts in USPA. You should. Fuck USPA altogether. Don't, don't lift with them. I know. Mean, I, I, well, Cody's in a situation where that's like all he has where he lives. Like, unless he wants to drive like eight fucking hours, he has to lift with them, which is the sad part. Um, Nick Boa, Swedish Olympian and NCAA shot camp champ. Uh, it must be in relation to the age thing. I think I'm not sure what you're talking about. Anyhow. Oh, and the single ply guy over here on YouTube is asking Cody, Cody Plum, how's the arm? It must be good. I think he's, I think he's good because he's, he put like, I think 650 or 660 in his hands not too long ago, like the most he's ever handled in poly. So I think he's back to, I think he's above and beyond where he was before. So get back to squats and then you can answer questions. Okay. So yeah, uh, squatted today. I've been squatting in my single ply briefs. I've got single ply Centurion briefs from Anderson Powerlifting. It's a Titan product. Um, been trying to. I got two pair. I've got a tight pair and I've got a not so tight pair. A little bit, a fifty-two and a fifty-four. So today, yeah, mm-hmm. two pair. 
I they're not the same pair. No, I used they're the, both I, blue. Yeah, they're both blue. I wanted a black oh. pair, but I never. I think I always thought they were the same no, fucking pair. I've got two pairs. Ouch! Quit doing that. So I got the I had the bigger ones on today, with the Mars bar uh, worked up to a at depth nine forty five squat. It was good. Came out of no. I don't know where. It's just, it's just it's starting to click. I'm learning how to. I've been very quad dominant with my squats for the past year. I was raw squatting all the time. Last year, I worked up to an 850 raw squat, real narrow stance, knees over the toes, uh, quad dominant. So I tend to fire with the quads even when I'm in equipment. That's not good. So I've been learning how to fire from the posterior chain, all that west side stuff, the lead FTS stuff, you know, the hamstrings, quad, or <laughs> see, see how much of a habit it is. I said it again. Uh, hamstrings, the hamstrings, ass. ass, lower back, squatting with those muscles. And today it fucking worked. And keeping your balance. Yep. Yeah. So holy shit, squat a nine, almost nine fifty, in single ply briefs. I'm so again prep this work, like prep third work. Third week squatting. Again? Third week with with briefs. My third week, yeah. So it's going well. <laughs> I would say after three weeks, this is a pretty good number. Yeah, uh, this is the first. So Matt says, I know you've squatted in some recent years, but this is the first one I've heard of you not pulling the leg work a few weeks out. Yeah, I was, I was, I squatted like 950 today. I wanted to squat a grand. You know, Kenny Sellers was there. I had Dean and Chris and Katie and Zach and Paul and all my buds. And I was like, I'm going to squat a grand. But I was like, do I need that? You know, six days out from a meet, I don't. I'll take the W. I'll stay with 950. And then next time, if we're using this particular bar, uh, I'll, I'll go for that. But I didn't need that at six days out from a meet. I feel like I shake a lot when holding my heavier percentages. Anything I can do to prep better with the starting position of the bench. So if you're shaking a lot, uh, that could be diet. Uh, if you're if you're dehydrated, if you're not you know, enough calories in you, you need calories, you need sodium, and you need water, all those things. Um, anything I can do to prep better with the starting position of the bench. That's a tough one because that could that there's so many parameters on that. I it could see you. Yeah, I'd like to see what you're doing. It could be your the way you set up. It could be the last thing you do before you sit. There's so many things. So if you have any more information, videos you want to send my way, just DM me. Mm-hmm. Feel free. Let us know where you're at because maybe yeah. if we travel that way, we could always pop in yep. or something. And uh, single ply guy uh, Cody says it's fantastic and thank you. Um, catch up here. Just got to sit back hard and open up. Yeah, dude. And Matt also says, will you do full power unlimited or full power single ply? I will do full power multiply, like normal multiply, not, you know, poly squat suit, band shirt, deadlift, what the fuck ever. I will do it the traditional way, the Hoff way. Traditional squat suit, traditional bench shirt, traditional if I use a deadlift suit or not, but traditional, 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 I will not, not yeah, I will not intermingle in the unlimited, uh, world of the, of the full power. I want to do it the traditional way. Mm -hmm. That's how I want to do it. And Cody says the arm is stronger now than before the break. That's fucking tantastic. I'm uh, he's from Miami. So he's a bit far. Oh yeah. You can send me, you can send me, videos all you want i will review them and look at what you're doing and send you personal messages jimmy i bet you're going to total 3000 going 12 12 and 6 so you're you're like right on the money but i, I wanted to do 12 11 and 7 mm-hmm. 
actually is what I wanted to do. But you're right on the you're, you're right there. <laughs> uh, Matt says if you do full power limited, you may hit a 3500 total. The th- yeah, yeah. You think the thing is, is just I I want to do it. I want a total of 3000 again, the traditional way. Yeah. Poly bench shirt. Now, if squat you took suit. the heaviest total ever, if you came out and you beat Hoff's total, and you had the heaviest poly total. Then why not go unlimited? Yeah, total? but I, I'm not going to wear a band shirt. Yeah, to break and, all time. and come yeah. after Hoffs because you can't. It's not you can't compare. It's, it's not. not it's not the same. It's not I the same. I want to do can it. Argue up and down yeah. all fucking day that it's the same, but they're not correct. I want to do it the traditional way. Mm-hmm. I want to do what Hoff and Donnie mm-hmm. did the way Hoff and Donnie did it. That's why I'm going to do it that way. Uh, Jared, have you tried three six five meat yet? No, I do not like the three six five federation. I think they are breaking down the standard of the bench. Uh, there's spotters hovering over the bar, spotters hands around the bar when they're benching. Like I get that for like training purposes, but because that's allowed on the, on the fucking platform, they're taking the standard and they are bringing it down. I will not support their federation because of that bullshit rule. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just being very adamant about what I'm saying. Sorry. So no, I will not do any of their meets because of that. They're actually on that list of five. I mentioned earlier, my top five least favorite federations. They're on that list of five. Because I see all these big lists being done with them, and the standard is fucking not is is non-existent. Mm-hmm. And I'm very big on the standard, especially on the equipped side, because I'm an equipped guy, and I'm really a stickler with standard. And when safety, I, and standard like, and safety, but like it's not safe to follow the bar down like that. Well, it, we it, saw it, that guy almost get pulled over on top of the fucking yeah. Like, like I'm seeing like guy head spotters let go of the bar when the bar's halfway down to the guy's chest. How is that fucking allowed on the platform? How is that fucking allowed? Uphold the standard. Fuck. Anyway, single ply guy on YouTube. Any way to send you a video or feedback without Instagram? Ah, you can email it. You can email me at v like t h e v colbstrong at gmail.com. Yes, you can do that, please. Uh, let's see. Yes. You got to read the question. I'm I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> are you guys coming up to the Pro-Am for Amber? Yes, we, we are, are coming to the Pro-Am. We will be there for both days, actually. We are sponsoring the Pro-Am yep. through the scholarship. Um, I'm going to send that in this week. So we'll be there for the scholarship. Probably have a table, and then we'll be there for our friends as well. There you so, go. Yep. We know we've got several friends competing. So. Yep. And Matt says the Donnie Thompson Day of Hoff three thousand way. That is yeah. precisely what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Do you ever use the earthquake bar? Yes, I do. I use that often, about twice a week for three to four sets of twenty to twenty five reps on non bench days. Fantastic way to build the internal shoulder, fix ailments, and uh, just make you stronger all around. I think that was everyone's main accessory this week. Or was it Wednesday? Wednesday. It was Wednesday, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Matt says, I think that shit isn't allowed in their rule book, but all the officials allow it. Well, there you go. See? that? So it might not be allowed by the Fed, but the officials are not upholding the standard. So, again, fuck that Fed. Yeah. Is the WRPF good? I think it's good. I think there's a standard there. I've been, I went to the, the American Pro because it was in our fucking gym's hometown, 45 minutes up the road. There were some things I saw that I didn't agree with. Um, that happens in every federation. You just have but, to pick the federation yeah, that has yeah. more good things than, than bad, bad things. Yeah. 
They're good from what I've heard. I, I, I'm actually going to, well, I'm going to keep that under wraps. Never mind. <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're good. Uh, they're mostly raw, though. That's the one thing that's kind of missing. But uh, Matt, I missed some of the live tonight in the middle. What were the top five least favorite? I didn't talk about the least uh, five <laughs> favorite. I will say it for you right now for the record. Not in a discernible order. No. Fuck that. Discernible order. Number one, USPA. Yes. Number two, USAPL. Okay. Uh, three, three, six, five strong. Four, metal militia. And five, the NGPF. I thought that was going to be your number three. No. But there you go. There's my top five. Fuck that. Uh, Lemon Lime Kool Aid says, thinking about getting some one ply briefs, found some Titan superiors. Okay, I know that. Okay. For like 65 bucks, should I get them and learn it, or should I get the Centurion things? Get the 60. That's a great fucking price. Depends on how much life they have left. But 65 bucks, I mean, that you can't, that's mm-hmm. add that to your arsenal. Get those and learn those. They'll be easier to learn. And Justin said, Jimmy, you should do strong man. I am too fucking short to be a strong man. I have no overhead strength and. To Maybe be honest, no no interest at all. Classes instead of weight classes. Can I get a handicap for being under six foot? I'm <laughs> five foot five, dude. Like a short, strong man's considered six two. Uh, and would you say the spotters and handlers at the WPO are the best team running and spotting on meets? Yes, the full send initiative that unfortunately have said they are no longer a thing because federations have made it very clear that spotting and loading properly is not of their concern. So they dismantled the full send initiative yes they are the they're, they're the one crew of spotters who i would undoubtedly trust with my life in a competition scenario yes now uh, i'm going to this meet next this coming weekend with a lot of uh, guys who are not part of my crew and i still trust them because i know who they are matt brooks is going to be there uncle nick rob farrell my buddy brian taylor cam are all coming out you know that, that are part of my crew um, but yeah, the full set initiative guys definitely have spotting and keeping people safe down to a fucking science. Absolutely. Um, going full touch and Ram feels like loose support in the bottom. Yeah. Thomas, have somebody grab that loop and as you're setting up, have them yank it down because that Ram's probably sitting up here towards your upper chest neck. You need it to sit down here below your pecs. So have somebody grab that loop and pull. And hold on to that loop until you get the weight out, and then they can let go. That's absolutely what it's there for. Nope, that's exactly what it's supposed to be there for. Matt says, if you want to set up a table for the scholarship down here in April, you are more than welcome to do so if you're coming. Oh, awesome. We are coming because Taylor's competing. We are coming because our little girl Taylor's competing. So, yes, we will keep that into consideration. I would love to. Oh, well, Lemon Lime says they're brand new, so I think I'll get them. Thanks. Get them. 65 oh, bucks. Yeah. 65 bucks. Get them. And uh, Doug Yesco 99 sent you the video of the bench. Cool. I will look at that as soon as we're done here. I'll send you a message. So thank you very much. Where is this weekend meet at? It's in Hurricane, West Virginia. It's an IPA meet ran by Chris Jividen. His first meet ever, and he has like 40 to 50 lifters signed up for it. Uh, it's like five and a half hours from where we're currently at in Virginia. It's three hours south of where we used to live in Ohio. So some family might come down. Old Papa T.W. and his daughter might come down to watch. Oh, your grandma, possibly my mom and sister. And uh, again, Dougie, do you ever have any issues when picking for the bench or do the spotters help you push it forward? 
that is their job as the spotters. You should not as lifter have be like trying to like pull the bar out yourself, especially when you're doing max effort, especially when you're in equipment. That is the spotter's job to, to put the bar where you need it. And then uh, Thomas says, all right, thanks. I noticed a big difference there in two one boards in full touch. And indeed, I, if I have it lower and do my setup, it creeps up. Yeah, they tend to write if you do like reps, yeah, the, they write it up tends to start riding up like rep by rep. So it's a better thing to do, like pull it way down for like a big single or something like that. Sebastian over here says on YouTube, Ross style, two sets of mini bands, five by two, three second pauses. I like rack lockout. There's I'm, I feel like I'm running a math equation right here. Mm -hmm. Three by three plus three by two. You're, I'm confused as all fuck. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, sets, it's guess, a lot of, yeah. that's a lot of complexity there. I, I'm a man of simple taste. I don't like, I don't like complexity. That's a lot. <laughs> so guys, yeah, um, things are going fantastic right now. Like I said, we're in full meat prep. Now, again, like I don't have a timeline for this. So don't get too fucking excited. If you are on Patreon, if you are on YouTube members, you can watch every single one of my workouts. Uh, Patreon is $10 a month. I believe YouTube members is like, it's the same. It's like the same or for the full, like we have the full power option. Okay. Yeah. And then we have the bench only. Like if you only care about the bench workouts, uh, that one's like four bucks or something like that. Yep. But if you're going to watch, you might as well watch all of it because a lot of what builds the bench is all the accessories and the other shit on the days, the other days. And one of your guys getting into breach for the first time is fucking lit. Yep, Thomas right there. Lit, Justin. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. Switching into equipped. Fantastic. And then Dougie had asked up above too, even if you don't have much weight, would they still push it forward for you? Yes. Again, you as the you as the athlete on the bench under the bar, it is not your job to pull that bar out. Your job is to take the full weight in your hands, do the bench, put it back in the rack. Well, that's also you get help getting it back in the rack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they need to help you with that. A good crew, a good handoff crew, you should not be pulling that bar out on your own but or at all. The, like, well, don't, don't also limp noodle your arms. No, don't. I feel like that yeah. you, that's a disclaimer that needs to be said because don't just people that don't help unrack or move that bar at all. I could tell that. I mean, Bill Gillespie himself told me in person that his own guys hate handing off to him now he is retired now so i'm kind of speaking like present but like this is past tense his guys fucking hated handing off to him he came to our gym one time bill gillespie and he didn't bring any of his guys i'm like oh it's like a work trip he just stopped by yeah how this can't through, be yeah. this is probably fine and it was it was i could tell the whole story i don't want to do the noises and the online here but it was it was too much we couldn't hand off to him we did not we couldn't he's like oh it's not fair to you guys you know i should have brought my crew next time i'm like yeah man it's cool but but yeah no but so don't don't like do nothing but you should not be like struggling to pull the bar out yeah. if you're struggling to pull the bar out that's their fault and communicate with your team like don't be an asshole because also that'll just alienate your team from you like you guys have to have good communication work together yep you you should be friends before teammates oh i'll fall on a knife for any of my guys yeah so i'll slip my like wrist for those guys friends 
you want them to succeed. They want you to succeed. You guys are working together for a common goal. Yep. So just figure out the tweaks and stuff. Once you get that handoff and that's built, you'll never want to go back. It's amazing. So Justin says unracking shouldn't be a worry for some people. It is sadly. Yeah. My teammates are great. They never have any issues spotting or helping the handoff. Well, I thought you said. I think he was just asking maybe in general. Oh, okay. 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 Connor Karwaski. I know that name. Explain it to me for handing off on the bench as the lifter. You should extend at the triceps and let your people do the rest of the work. Flexing the last they pull out. Yeah, you need to be flexing, getting prepared to take the weight. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I mean, I agree with you absolutely. You need, you need, you don't want to be limp noodle under the weight. You need to be as tight as fuck. Kind of doing a lap pullover, getting your lap set and tight. But you should not be like trying to pull out yourself because your guys are not giving it to you where you need. They should put it exactly where you need it. That's repetition, repetition, repetition. They do it often enough. They should know exactly where you need that bar. Like I, my crew does it perfectly every fucking time. I'm, I'm so, just overwhelmingly like what's the word i'm looking for grateful? well grateful or yeah lucky. but lucky yes. uh spoiled i guess spoiled because yeah. they just no matter what the weight is up to my heaviest fucking weight i've ever had in my hands at 1463 mm-hmm. they can put it right where they right where i need it every fucking time it and doesn't they're matter really good at talking to each other yep during and saying like oh hey like you need to come out a little bit faster or like we released, like they know what went wrong. Even if Jim's like, no, it was fine. It was great. They'll be like, it wasn't. Yeah. Mert, we got to do this. Yeah. And Jim's like, no, no, I was fine. And they'll be like, no, we could do better. Justin says, be like Jimmy and Joe. Look at them. Best buddies. Yeah. Me and Joe are good buds. I, li- I like Joe a lot. <laughs> I would hope so. Cody says, limp noodle arm fuckers getting kicked out of my garage. And then people say, don't have people turn your bar around. Yeah. So one thing, guys, when you're doing a handoff with a lot of heavy weight. I did this. This is Don't. When you're grabbing the bar for the lifter, I suggest doing a mixed grip. If you grab it both hands pronated and you get a deep grip, like I'm getting a lot of fucking weight, you're going to rotate that bar in your lifter's hands. And that's going to fuck them up. You got to lift the bar straight up, not twist the bar in their hands. So I, I always suggest... Using a mixed grip. Oh, I was asking based off competition since I've only competed raw, not in gear yet. So only spotters. So the only spotters and handoffs I've had is from my teammates. Mm. Gotcha. And I guess when it comes to competition, if you're not bringing your own handoff crew, that's just a risk you have to take. And it's all going to depend on those people on the platform. So be prepared to do it yourself. That's a hard one because, like, it just depends. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes you get great handoffs. Sometimes you get high school kids that have never touched a barbell in their life, and their friend was like, oh, we all have to do this together. And Cody says, Scott, Scott Mendy, taught me to roll it out with the spotters. And Matt says, roll it out. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I'm not sure what that means. But if he taught you that, it's Mendy. Listen to it because he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And then the same Sebastian here says I'm short and most of the guys I trained with were belly pressers. I hated handing off the bar spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hand, handing out. I did a video with uh, uh, the late FTS guys and Dave Tate 
about the art of the three-man handoff. It's a lost fucking art. A lot of people don't know how to do it. I'm actually going to see if they put that out I don't yet. think they put it out yet, but... It was, it was a good video. We had a lot of good points. Um, this just like the it's it's very it's a very simple concept, but a lot of people don't do it. They don't practice. They don't know how to fucking do it correctly. It's a pain in the ass. I'll definitely have my teammates and coach help me. I feel like I'm gear. I feel like I'm in gear. Everything has to be perfect as possible. It does. It absolutely does. You know, if, if lifting gear was easy, everybody could fucking do it. It's it's extraordinarily difficult to get right. But and also, so many things have to be right. Like, don't let it freak you out or discourage you or anything like that when things don't go right. Because learning to lift in those adverse situations where shit goes wrong will make you a better lifter. Yeah. So, like, for Jim, he has a perfect handoff every single time he benches. And then if we go to a meet and there's more people on the platform than there fucking needs to be, which is a whole other conversation. Mm. And somebody bumps it or this and that. And he has to sway. Like if you never, ever, ever get a bad handoff and then you get one out of meat, you're going to bomb out or you're going to get hurt. So like when we went to elite, we had guys that had never handled this weight and going from handing 400 pounds to someone to 1400 pounds. That's a big difference. That's a handoff group. Yeah. And so those guys, they did amazing for never having this kind of weight on a handoff before ever. It was not a perfect handoff. You swayed, you bobbled, and then you fucking doubled 1,300. It's almost like wrecking your car as a teenager is like probably a good thing because it teaches you what not to do. makes you a better driver. If you never wreck your car, I'd be more worried. God, fucking sneeze. (laughs) Oh, shit. But learning to like bobble and overcome that <coughs> adversity Jeez. will help you because the first year of your thousand pound benches or even after that we never had a crew it was you and i rolling up just yep. winging it hoping there'd be random fucking people and being like hoping we could help. yeah and every single handoff was shitty every fucking one and you stabled it and you <laughs> went and now you're good yeah. so it's it's good to have that happen once in a while yeah preferably to keep it safe get a good crew yes one of my buddies failed a bench portion in his meet because his spotters were terrible. Sounds like a USAPL meet. It could the, have been anywhere. The people handing off to him were inexperienced kids with no idea what they were doing. Yeah. Sounds like the USAPL. <laughs> it does. They, they they put high school kids to do I mean, to I spot. can say the same shit about RPS. Well, sure, RPS. You know, anywhere that doesn't have... It's up to the meet director to find good help at a meet. And... And Matt says, I was taught early on that when handing off to someone, you do all the work. I think the lifter should be like, again, I'm pulling the, I'm getting tight and getting set. I'm not trying to pull 1400 pounds out to myself. I am getting prepared for it, but correct. You're, that's why you have the handoff crew. They are there to help you with the handoff. My arm break was about a second after a really shitty handoff. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about that, Cody. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't, but that's oof. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Lemonade Kuma said, just bought the brief. Super hyped. Cool. I, oh, you just bought them. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> um, sweet, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying uh, the full power right now, the, the squatting. I promised myself about six, seven weeks ago, I promised myself I would do one lower body movement per week. I said, I will, I will, I will do one squat variation 
whether it's belt squat, SSB, I will just anything. I'll do one leg thing per week to build more back strength, more back size. Um, it's the armrest. Oh, um, you know, b- build my bench with the lower body movement. And that turned into, wow, like, you know, maybe I could just start prepping for full power by just starting to train like full power, but no, no straight bars. Cause fuck that. I don't want to, I need to protect my shoulder, preserve my shoulders. So SSB, Mars bar, Cambridge bar, Buffalo bar, anything but straight bar. And just pre- start preparing myself for when I do go full power again, again, that I can just like, instead of hopping into it full bore without having any prep time, I, I will have been building the posterior chain, my ability to, you know, squat in, in equipment and like squat correctly with the glutes, hamstring, lower back, not just the quads. So that's what it's turned into. So today, like we, we did, if I, I did, you know, Mars bar, I squatted that the big weight. Then I did, we did RDLs on the, on the belt squat, which is fucking awesome. And then we did uh, marches. Then I finished up with like just abs and some hamstrings and stuff. So like I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of cool. It's a new, it's a new challenge, you know, with, with this frame of mind still of like, this is helping my bench and my bench prowess. But at the same time, I was like two birds, one stone. I'm also prepping for, like I said, that return to full power. Uh, let's see. Uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> he was in. Jesus fucking Justin. How, how the fuck does a handoff guy can't even handle 320 pounds. At weigh-ins, ask the meet director if anyone coming to spot low the next day is in the building to see if you can practice some handoffs with them. That's a smart idea. This was a raw meet. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Doug says, do you enjoy squatting with the SSB? I actually do. Uh, I actually do. Uh, it's very similar to like a high bar position squat. Bar sitting nice and high. Um, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Donnie Thompson did that a lot. Dave Hoff does that a lot. Uh, save your shoulders, you know, all that. Uh, Louis Simmons said that himself, like all the straight bar squatting is what will destroy your shoulders, not the benching. So I'm not going to destroy my shoulders mid top of my top of my game in the bench by doing straight bar squats. I'm not I'm not doing that. Craig says I volunteer and record rack heights and would love to do that for anyone. What exactly makes you want to do full power? Matt asks. I'm hearing it. It. Thinking that that's awesome, but also super used to hearing you always fucking hated it when you did compete in full meets. So the difference I is, <laughs> I, I will. I mean, not like right now, I'm cool with it, but I have no timeline. I have no pressure. Like, oh, I'm going to do a full power meet at the end of this year or the beginning or middle of this year or whatever, or beginning of 2024. I have no time period, no time limit to do this shit. When I was doing it before, I had like, I didn't have... I had a crew. I had a Blackstone. I had an Iron Chamber. Blackstones was more, you just show up and do shit. And hope that people show yeah. up. Yeah. And there was, there was no like direction. There was no coaching. There was no, hey man, you're not sitting back. Or hey, you're not firing from the quads. Or that you're not firing from the hamstrings. Yeah. Like before we had people, but now we have a team. I have a team have of a people yeah. who can look at me and say, you're not doing this. You're not doing this. Yeah. You need to try this, try that. I have some really, really good people with really good heads on their shoulders right now. Um, I didn't enjoy it because it was such a clusterfuck. When I was training for it, it was it 
if people, that's the thing. That's why I left Blackstones originally. I left Blackstones because everybody showed up for Sunday. We bench on Sundays for Sunday bench. Every people I didn't even fucking know mm-hmm. would we show up for Sunday bench. Now, Tuesday squats, nobody showed up. I was like, well, this fucking sucks. I want to squat. They'd show up for a few weeks in a row, you'd get used to them, and they they dip go out, away. and then by or they would all squat like such sissy foo foo weights because they don't give a fuck, and they're and they done by the no by the time I'm at my top weights. There's fucking nobody there except one guy to like run the model lift and carry to record or vice versa, whatever. So, so that's why I left Blackstones, went to Iron Shaver to pursue full power, had limited success. I think I was just I. I Real, I think at that point I just realized I was doing so well on the bench that I just abandoned full power. Yeah. Um, there was also a lot of like you're doing what we're doing and programming the way that we're pro- even if it's not working for you because we say so kind of thing. Yeah, which so doesn't, doesn't work for everybody. So I have a different I have a different mindset with it. Yeah. Um, I just you know I'm at the point where. I have, I, I realize I could probably do it successfully because I'm older and wiser now. I'm 32, not 20. <laughs> I, you know, not, I, was, I did my last full power meeting equipment in like when I was 22 years, like 10 fucking years ago. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm a fucking man. I'm an adult. I've got really smart, observable, like knowledgeable people around me. And we have more resources. More like, resources. We, we know we could drive over here and yeah. get people's help or opinion. I could I could go yeah I could go send a video or this and that. Like we know more people because we're older. we can go to South Carolina with Kenny and Donnie. We can go yeah. to Jersey. We could go to Ohio, Pennsylvania. Yeah. There's so many places we could go now to do this shit. So it's like less intimidating and you know it'll be more fun. Yeah. And and on top of that, I now that I've had and there's a the thing with me, once I set a goal <laughs> Whether I'm gonna fucking hate it or not, once I set a goal and say I'm fucking doing that, I will do it, one way or another. Um, so that's so when I set a goal to get a certain total. Now I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's hope that that was very long. I hope that explained it. But um, and right now you are having fun. Like today was really. Oh, today was fun. a blast. Oh shit! I have not had that much fun. Well, then when you have a crew of guys that say. When you're done squatting, your crew starts to unload the bar for the next guy. Not, I get done squatting, rack the bar, <sighs> catch my breath, and then unload the weights yeah. for we the next. You live know, with people that would never ever load the bar. The only time they would touch the bar was when it was their turn. I had I had a couple of people. This is years ago. That was tough. The I I loaded everything. I spotted. I loaded my weights. Their weights didn't matter. Fuck, but today was fucking awesome. And on top of that, like I said, I, Chris, for instance, and Kenny was in today, Kenny Sellers, but um, Chris has been in the game since like the 80s or 90s, like just been competing, every, you know, this whole time. And uh, he's not competing right now, but um, I have that not, I have that that source of information. And I said, I said, he's like, what do you need? I said, Chris, I need you to tell me what the fuck I'm not doing. I need you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me when the bar slows down. Tell me when I'm starting to get heavy you know, observe things. Um, Something else our crew is really good about equally is watching each other and then saying like, Hey, I've never seen you do this accessory or I've never seen you try this. Why don't you? 
why don't we try it together and see like we're all really good at pointing out stuff to each other nobody looks at you and says oh well he's the strongest guy in the room so i'm not going to give him advice if they see something they say something open communication and same with us like we all do that we all help we all communicate really well and everybody likes experimenting with stuff and that's where a lot of your guys's good fun shit comes from and matt says i know people have a life outside of the gym but it always seemed really selfish to dip out when someone in your in your crew was still lifting and not just like doing accessory work that's how it was i I keep trying i'm not bashing the name at all but that's how it was at blackstones like when 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 you were when the benching was done they were out everybody left yeah now a couple of people like tracy Mm -hmm. tim Fuller. fuller tim fuller um john was always there because he ran the gym but yeah. like that's it sometimes rusty would stick around sometimes yeah. or like like i said when it would come to squats some people would show up half ass it dip out and, and like, again, leave me hanging back to like the communication that we have now you'd never fucking know before you would go to the gym expecting What's up, AJ? To 10 guys deep and you'd show up and there's fucking three yeah and you're like all right I guess we're going to fucking wing it today. And our crew is really good about letting you know well in advance, like, hey, I have to go somewhere four weeks from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we all plan to come in two hours early and everybody is on the same page? I got a quick thing for AJ Roberts. If you're still on here, AJ, would you mind if I sent you uh, a video of a squat I did today? If you could please look at it and kind of give me pointers and or things i'm doing incorrectly i would love for you to do that for me i squatted i've been squatting in single ply briefs for the last three weeks and i got a big one today and i wanted to know if you would be willing to look at that for me it's a front angle if that matters i i didn't yeah from the side i had cam record from the front aj roberts everybody's on here fucking legend goddamn love you aj google him (laughs) and then doug says you get interrupted often while training by people with questions or want to take a picture nope does not happen. Trust me, it does not happen very often. But also, we bullshit so much, it probably wouldn't be an interruption. You do talk a fuck ton to people. Like, you do well, three I hours will. worth of work I'll... in five hours well, because yeah. there's a lot of bullshitting. Yeah, I mean, that's normal. Like, I'll, I'll answer questions, I'll talk, I'll, I'll whatever. But, like, we, we're there to work and have fun, not just work. Like we want to have fun. If we didn't fully fucking enjoy it, why would we, why would we do it? You know? Um, anyway, so, but yeah, dude, um, well, what we got over here on YouTube. Yeah. YouTube says AJ is cool. Fuck. Yeah. He's doing the, uh, he's doing the, uh, AJ's doing the, uh, last man standing, uh, Arnold competition. Oh, is he? Yeah. Hell yeah, bud. Yeah. That's exciting. AJ, me, John Bogart, Rich Putnam, possibly tony carlino i'm trying to talk him into it he's, <laughs> he's a, been hiking lately did you see that i saw that i know that's cool they go on a lot of hikes so i'm trying to get him to do a talk. oh man he's trying to do it like i'm doing it aj's doing it. he's like aj's doing it i'm like yeah he's like huh i might do it now i'm like fucking do it like why not <laughs> uh benching and bullshitting fuck yeah benching and bullshitting yeah. see yeah. single ply guy bench two times a week one raw one in a shirt okay shirted not shirted bench is currently broken at my gym so, oh jesus christ 
So my options are to do regular bench on shitty adjustable or four press. Is there a downside to only four pressing? Yes, because four pressing is not a bench press. It is a variation, but you're on the floor. You're not on a pad. You have your legs in the same plane as your body, not below you. You won't, you're going to gain a lot of strength by like dead stopping on the floor and be, and breaking up the essential concentric chain. Like that's, you have some, some value there. But if you only floor press for like a for like extended periods, your bench might go down because when you get back on the bench, it changes the whole parameter of the lift itself. You can get really strong on the floor press. We got a bench as well. And raw days lift equipped at a different day with a crew. Supposedly the bench will be fixed in the next couple weeks. Oh, good God. Fuck that, man. A couple weeks? Why is it broken to begin with? Christ. Yeah, oh, man, that sucks. Um, still get your pressing in. Don't put that adjustable bench in a power rack and try to bench on that. I know some people do it. I don't recommend it. I think that it's just, it's just not, it ain't, it's not the same. Um, but yeah, just do floor pressing for now to maintain what you have, try to gain something, but don't, yeah, don't put the adjustable bench in the, in the, uh, shitty adjustable. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't put that shit. Don't do that crap. Equip day is at a different gym, couple cities over. Oh, okay. Well, then if you if you're floor pressing raw, but you can still get on a bench in your equipment, then you're probably fine. Yeah, I'd say you're you're fine then if that's the case. Uh, tell them to come to Unleashed. Come to Unleashed, Manassas, Virginia. What types of barbell extensions would you not? ever do wait what types of barbell extensions would you not do with a board and why um i'm not quite clear on what type of barbell extensions would you not do with a board i'm not sure the question exactly uh matt says i've been thinking about ditching the floor press just because the bar touches my belly before my elbows hit the floor, so it's more of an extended range of motion than partial for me specifically. Okay. You might uh, throw a couple of, like, horse mats on the floor beside you on both sides where your elbows would touch. Kind of raise the floor up a little bit, like a horse mat or two or something, like little mats, to where your elbows could touch the floor. And that way you'd still reap the benefit of it. And, Okay go spot Jimmy and get steak after that isn't yeah we, we do steak probably once a month or twice a month with our crew or so yeah I've all also I I'll also add I've tweaked a peck shoulder three different times in the last two years floor pressing are you floor pressing raw Matt are you floor pressing raw I just finished writing everything for your scholarship. Cool. Do you have any tips that would make me a stronger candidate? Not really, because everybody's equal in our mind. It doesn't like basically like we. I don't even look at the applications because I don't want there to be any biased. So we have a board. We have a board of like five people that are not us that look at it. So there's. Some, I mean, we've got some that are like raw powerlifters only we've got some that are equipped we've got men we've got women we've got people that actually yep. aren't even in powerlifting yep 
And so they're reading based on like character um, recommendation letters, stuff yeah. like that. So and there's no yeah. wrong way to apply. No, and that's why there's, I can't give you a tip. You just have to tell us your story. And just, and again, like I wish we could. If we had like thirty applicants, I wish every, every all thirty of you would get a thousand bucks. And hopefully someday we get to a point Some, yeah. where we raise enough money where that could happen. It could, you know? like we raised enough to do ha- help twelve. Yeah. It kills me that if we get thirty or forty applicants, I, I can't help every single one of you. It kills me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's not like I, I'm not going to tell you here's some tips on how to make sure you you clench one. It's like no, like tell us who you are, what your story is, and our board, not us. Will decide if they who will collectively decide yeah, who I mean, like, we needs do have, this. Like, we are also choosing people, but it's not it's not just us. Okay, and Thomas says, well, not with any board hype because of whatever reason, not enough carryover. For example, because we always ask what you do do. Uh, what I would not do, I don't know. I yeah, mean, so he was saying like not ever, like never, never what? I don't understand. Hold on, let me scroll back up and read it to you. What types of barbell extensions would you never do with a board and why? You don't use any boards when you – is he saying like board extensions? Like, a, like what the, what they know is a board press that I call a board extension. Yeah. I don't understand the question either. I'm sitting here thinking about it. Yeah. But like you, that's the only board extension that you do. You don't – any other extension move you're not doing with boards. Yeah. If I'm on a bench, I'll do extensions from half one, two, three, four, five boards. Close grip, wide grip, reverse grip, equipped, not equipped. He said, like, well, not with any, like, board height because of whatever reason. Um, not enough carryover, for example. So, like, would you never do a board extension from a one board? No. Because I of would... XYZ. No, if you do if you do it correctly, it doesn't matter what the board height is. As long as you, if you're using your triceps, it doesn't matter what the board height is or grip width. If you can engage from the triceps, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. so that's yeah. I don't know if that helped, Thomas. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, on YouTube, I don't compete. I train for fun. I wear insert blast shirt in fear of tearing a pec. That's the original reason we had equipment yeah. is to keep you from tearing your pecs. Your shoulders. When I get over 400 pounds, it keeps me protected in my head at least. And also in body, because that's yeah. exactly what it's designed for, to keep you from tearing your pecs and blowing out your shoulders. So that's great. That's exactly what it's there for. It may be a movement I need to do reverse grip exclusively, do you think? Uh, yeah, try it, try it reverse. Try it equipped. Throw a band on. Throw a Widowmaker on or a ram. Try that. I loathe, I despised floor press my entire career until I put a Widowmaker on and then did floor press. So I can read the benefits of the floor press, no lower body engagement, more tricep engagement, you know, wide coverage for the shoulders because you're laying on the floor and also no strain on the pecs because I got the Widowmaker on. So try it with a Widowmaker on. I all, I just went back and read what the, what he's talking about. Yeah. I stepped out for Walter. Okay. Um, It could be a back thing because my shoulder has been, it hurts, you know what I mean? Like across here. Matt? Yeah. When I regular bench. We just figured this out this week. And it was, I'm not keeping my back tight enough. And I wasn't like pulling my lats down. So that's why it was hurting. As soon as I started doing that, it hasn't hurt since. 
because I consistently have trouble with my left shoulder. Right. And okay. we, I, we fixed it. Yeah. And I think it was just because I, my back wasn't, I was trying to keep my back tight at the top of my back and not like the bottom of my back. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and once I did, and once I held tight the entire way, it helped. Yes. And Thomas says, it explains a thing or two, Kate. Because you have like a dozen different types of bars too, or like incline, decline, whatever you could do, come up with. But as long as you can like literally extend, yes, you get better from it, then it's like, why not, right? Yes. I extend on everything. So you extend on everything, makes your triceps stronger, makes your bench bigger, protects your pecs, protects your shoulders. And then Cody says, I also, I took your advice this weekend while warming up. I felt like shit, so I put on the gear earlier, and I think that saved my day. Yes. If I feel like like today or yesterday for bench, I, I gummed up my shoulder when I did the am I not to say that fucking word. When I, when I know when I did the mat the max reps, when I did my set to failure with 900 pounds, when I did 15 reps, I kind of gummed up my front delt a little bit, which I shouldn't have fucking done. I wasn't firing correctly. Um, but I fucked up my front delt a little bit. So today I went into the gym and it was sore. I'm like, ooh, it's ooh, it hurts. So I did the empty bar. And then when I put one red kilo aside, I put a fucking insert on right away. Like I'm not going to do raw, especially when something doesn't feel good for a training session. I'm gonna gear up as soon as there's weight on the fucking bar. And I did that. I put a, I put a slinger on or an insert rather for one red, two, three, four. But I shirted up. I started doing seven, eight, nine, thousand, twelve, fourteen, four, whatever the fuck it was. Let's see. Let's see here. Yep. Cody did the same thing with my briefs. Major confidence boost there. Even more. Okay. Uh, Big Noah says, I enjoyed listening to you on Table Talk. Thank you. Thank you for sharing a bit about your life and training tips. Of course. That's why I was on there. That's why, that's why I'm on here as well. It's been an hour and a half. I'm actually going to go ahead and uh, close it up here in a minute. Uh, I don't want you all to waste the rest of your Sunday night before the start of the week uh, listening to me run my mouth. So I will just get to some last minute questions. And then Thomas says, no, I get it now, Jim. Thanks. I was just wondering if there would be any situation where you wouldn't use boards and only full range period. Okay. I mean, you do have to do full range. Uh, you can still engage from the triceps when you do full range. You should be. Should be. Um, but you have we we compete for a full range bench, so you have to do it. Um, but for the sake of building triceps, building overload, desensitization to heavier weights, boards are the way to go. Matt says that table talk was one of the best ones. Thank you. Well, that's great. I hope it uh, brought some value to everybody. Listening to Jimmy talk is never a waste of time. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> I agree. I hate when you say like. I know, oh, but like weird. it's it's Sunday night, and these everybody has to like get up and go to work tomorrow or something. So, and then Pierce, uh, thank you for replying back. Well, you're welcome. Cool guys, uh, it is late. It's been an hour and a half. One of my longest lives I've ever done. An hour and a half, like a big deal, right? But it's nine. It's a quarter to ten o'clock here on the East Coast. I want to wrap it up and say thank you to everybody for tuning in to. Benching and bullshitting. Um, I'm on here every Sunday night about 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. So if you're all out west, that's about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, yeah, and if you ever have questions for me, if you have any questions, see you Friday, Matt. Absolutely. If you have questions for me at any time, give me a point about training, benching, anything. And Thomas said 4 a.m. over here. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, he's my friend from over, over, over the pond. 
So please uh, DM me on Instagram. That's Colbstrong on Instagram. You can DM me at any time. Uh, send an email, thecolbstrong at gmail.com. There you go. You want me to look at some benching? You want to look at me look at some videos? Have a good night, Cody. Good night, guys. Um, I'm, I'm there to critique. I'm there to give you advice. Yeah. Just reach out. I'm an open book. Nothing I do is proprietary. That's why I come on here every single week to answer questions, talk about bench, bullshit a little bit, right? Uh, so, all right. We'll see you guys after the meet. See you guys after the meet. I'm competing next Saturday again. Uh, IPA, uh, Hurricane West Virginia, Chris Dividends meet. Uh, it's going to be a fun day. I will probably go live Sunday night when we get home to talk about the competition, talk about what ha- happened. So until then, have a good week, and then we will uh, talk again soon. I didn't realize it had been that long.